You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, world? It's Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Mm, let's take a little sip yeah. of this. What we got here? Ooh. Wow. Mm. Mm. That's tasty. Tastes a little higher end than uh, a couple weeks ago. That tastes nice. The, I, get, I feel like I can taste the yeast. Mm. The different mm. XYZ yeast remember, strains. Remember Bourbon Dan? Yeah. The alphabet yeast. Well, guys, you are in luck because this month is Bourbon Heritage Month. All month. And we are sipping on four roses the whole month. Mm-hmm. What's this month? Well, we've let's let's not jump to conclusions here. Let's recap. Or what's this week? I should let's say. Re- we know re- they got three distinct. Can we recap? Go for it. So the first the first week was yeah. the yellow label. Yep. The I wouldn't say cheapest. It's the cheapest for them, yeah, but it's, it's their, still a darn good. It's their bourbon. entry level. Entry level bourbon. Then we uh, we kicked it up to the small batch. Yes, we did. And today we're uh, we're going with the single barrel. Yeah. Single barrel, and for those of you who are high in- end. interested, we are on the uh, warehouse number ME mm. and barrel number 6-2Q. I thought that was 6-2Q. Yeah, yeah, I felt, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a dash, I didn't, yeah. yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't quite the X, but it was, No, know, no, but it's tastes nice. Tastes like a Q. Yeah. So, anyway, it's been a lot of fun, Bourbon Heritage oh, Month. Yeah. We have, we've had uh, Bourbon Dan on the show. Yeah. We've been drinking great bourbon. We've been giving stuff yeah. away. We give we oh. gave away um, one of the hats and the books. Yeah, the coffee table books. Yep. And guess what? We're giving away another. We're giving away another. Another. Yeah. Oh my. Matter gosh. of fact, right now I have the hat. Yeah. Okay. Reach in. Okay. We're giving it away right now to the second person. Ooh, this is nice. From last week. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. And who do we got? We got here. Read it. Okay, that is the. I hope I get this right. The J. McCray. The J. McCray. Congrats, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, buddy. you want a hat and a coffee table book from Four Roses Bourbon. Excellent. And we'll yeah. uh, we'll holler at you on Twitter, and we'll get yeah. all your info and get that out to you. And by the way, so this is ongoing all Bourbon Heritage Month. Yeah. If you go to Twitter and you yeah. want to win one of these cool packages from Four Roses. You got to do three things. Absolutely. And what are those three things, Brandon? Oh, it's simple. You just mention at four, the number four, Roses uh-huh. Bourbon. Yep. At FDB Podcast, mm-hmm. hashtag FDB Giveaway. For sure. If you do that, no matter when you enter throughout the month of mm-hmm. Bourbon Heritage Month, you'll be entered to win. And your name will go back into the hat yep. every time to win the Four Roses hat and, and the book. Book, which is a really cool book. It shows oh, it the, history. the history. Oh, it's it, great. It's going to look great on your coffee table or on your bar. Ooh. So I didn't think about that. There yeah. you go. But yeah, all month long. Awesome. So if you don't win this week, don't feel bad because you've got another chance. Yeah. So, so anyways, cool. that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's good times. Uh, and while we're talking about Four Roses, uh-huh. you were over at my house the other night. I was. Actually, last night. Well, by the time they hear this, it's a couple nights ago. Yeah. But yeah. you came over. Anyway. So did the wife. The wife came over. Yeah. You guys had nice. dinner. We had, we had dinner. Some nice Indian food. That was the first dinner we've had. It's crazy to say that. I know. It's been years. I mean, with with the wives. Yeah. I mean, me and you and have had lots of dinners together. I mean, in Michigan. And we've been. L.A. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we, we have a lot of dinners. Yeah, we do. But with the ladies, it was, it was nice. It was really nice. We had Indian. We did. What did we do before that, though? Well, before that, we... <laughs> 
we were we were filming something for Four Roses. We we decided, you know, they've been such a great uh, partner to us. They've yeah. given us tons of bourbon. Mm-hmm. They've given us swag for our guests. Yep. And Promotion. we said, you know, hey, yeah. we should do we should do what we do. Which what do we do? We conquer battlefields. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, yeah. we make videos. Yeah, we yeah. make videos. That's so right. yeah. we decided, well, let's let's do something cool for them. And so we we took their bottles and we did. Uh, Magic Hour was involved. Lit, up, lit them up real nice. There was yeah. some Magic Hour involved. There might be um, some nice looking bottles. There were some reflectors. There were. There was a dolly. Maybe some wood stumps. Wood stumps. And so we decided yeah. let's do a little something for them they can put on social media. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. But uh, we don't know whether or not they will use it. It's just our, our gift to them. It's a fan video. It's, vi- it's a hey, fan video. Thank you for Roses. We so we'll like see. Your, we love your product. We have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. Either way, we did it. <laughs> it may never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. And that's, the, you know what? A lot of times that's the deal with projects. You know, you, you might be on a project. Yeah. And ultimately the client could say, nah. We're going a different direction. We're going a different way. Yeah. It's all good though. It's fine. Yeah. We had, we had fun doing it. Yeah. So hopefully it will see the light of day. You guys will get to see that, and we can tell you how we did it. So uh, you know, there's some reflectors. Yeah, um, it was all natural light. The Absolutely. best, the best light. The best natural light. Best M- time of the day. Magic light. Can magic break light. down magic hour for the. You know, maybe some listeners don't quite get it. People magic. call it different things. Yeah, golden hour. Yeah. You Wh- know. What is it? It's just the time of the day when the sun's setting. It hasn't set. It's setting, so it's passing through more atmosphere, and it's a warmer, golden hue, magical. It's just magical. Magical. So yeah, it's a low sun, frequently called golden. But you got you you got two shots in the in the day. You got two attempts. Kind of. Right. The the rising sun for some reason is not as pleasing. It's as pretty the rad though. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and and con- contest you on this. Go ahead. Because I just had a shoot and yeah. it was it was a, a a brand film we're doing for a company that does wood veneer. They're called Bulky. They're from uh, mm-hmm. Germany. Good people. And we wanted to get this beautiful shot of the guys cutting the logs early in the morning mm-hmm. with the sun rising. So we woke up at 3 a.m. I woke up at 3 a.m. It's a little bit before the sunrise. Absolutely. Uh, but we had uh, about an hour to get to location. Uh, okay. Had to pick up a, a PA on, along the way, pick up a grip. Cool. And uh, we get up to location. We check in. We get all the gear. We stage. We build. By the time all that happened, it was already 6.15. So you're cutting it close. So at 6.15, we're ready to roll tape. But it, had we not gotten up at 3, we would have missed it. And yeah. so, sure enough, there we were. We had the shot framed, although it was dark out. We mm-hmm. knew the game plan. You knew where the sun was coming As up. the light was starting yeah. to get good, we exposed. We got our talent ready. The chainsaw was in place. Ooh. And we knew it was going to be glorious. Flying wood. And, yes. Oh, and man. so we had it all rigged, and sure enough, the light was just perfect. We got some awesome little, like, uh, uh, sparkles. What do you call those? That's, there's an official name for that. A little uh, debris. No, in, in the lens, a little oh, flares, oh, lens some flares, flares, some sparkles. Get <laughs> <Got> some sun <laughs> sparkles. Got some sparkles. Uh, so anyway, we got some great lens flares, and we got Sweet. this rad dude with a big white beard. Kind of yeah. looked like Santa Claus. Did you shoot it in a cutting, high, high frame rate. Yeah, sixty frames per second. Of course you did. Yeah. Cut cut the heck out of that log. Ah. Just sawdust flying everywhere. Nice. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it looked gorgeous. I'm sure it did. So maybe it wasn't your sun setting light, yeah. but it was pretty damn good. It's, I mean, it's probably identical, and I'm probably just talking out of my ass. But uh, <laughs> but you know what you get more of in the morning? What? You get more blue light. Yeah, you know you know what you get more of when you shoot at night during the, the later one? 
What's that? You get more sleep in the morning. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. That's why pre- people probably do that. So, um, so anyway. Also, it's hotter, and yeah. so you get more haze and more atmosphere. True. So that's probably what I'm talking about. So there you go. Probably genius. Magic hour. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> or golden hour. So what you want to call. We're talking. I, I kind of just shared what I'm working on. What are you working on? What do you mean? Oh, the bulky thing. Yeah. What do oh, you? I, no, in general, what are you oh. working on? Like. Um, I'm working on a lot of stuff actually. Yeah, got a lot of stuff in pre-production. Uh, a few different shorts, one of which you're working on me with. You're working on me with. Working with me on. There ain't no rules in the kill game. That one. That's what there I'm ain't about. no rules in the kill game. Yes. Have I posted that yet on FTB? Um, if you haven't, even if you have, you should post it again. <sighs> I gotta find that. Um, so we had a track created for our short film, Kill Game. By Donnie Maserati, local rapper in it's Cincinnati. Amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Who produced awesome. that? Uh, I believe ultimately it was mixed and, and posted here at Sound Images. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. So um, anyway, Kill Game. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm working on and what you and I together are working on. Let's talk about Kill Game. Yeah? Let's How just, much? I'm saying let's... Today of all days, Bourbon Heritage Month. Mm. It's a special month. People yep. want to know what's going on. A lot of people are working on their own films. Maybe they could learn from us. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's getting into festival season. People are submitting for things. I know Sundance deadlines coming up. I know all sorts. Of, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get say into it. This is the Kill Game episode. All right, episode 16, the Kill Game episode. Kill Game. Yeah, don't so, kill my game. Yeah. So, what is no Kill Game? What is this thing? I, do you remember I mean, when? Do you remember when it started? I do actually. Yeah, I was there. It was on the way back. The it was way on the way up. The way to. The way to. Man, we were ambitious. Port Huron. Yeah, we we're going to Port Huron, Michigan, up in northern Michigan. Yeah, for a cherry thing. Yeah, some sort of uh, brand, brand film with cherries and ice cream. Yep. And we, d- we decided let's let's do a film, a live action short film. Yeah. And we talked about this in one of the episodes a little bit, but we did. how we, we got it. But this is all about kill game, so we, we yeah. should just start at the beginning. Absolutely. Well, so here's the beginning. we knew we didn't have a ton of resources, or that we wouldn't. So yeah. we we gave ourselves some parameters. Mm-hmm. Some and the first one was what was to keep cost low, single location, one location, like yeah. phone booth, exactly. Except not so contained. Kind of like you're that. not in a phone booth. Okay. We're in a little bit bigger than single location, um, single event. Yes, basically so, a single event that could sort of hold the moment. Yeah, it's not like a a week long thing. I yeah. just realized I was talking into the wrong part of the mark. Mike, you hear that? The mark. Where's the, the mark? mark? Yeah. Well, I didn't make myself a mark <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, single kind of event, one day kind of a deal, one evening, even, and then we limited our characters to three, three main, three characters, three main, and one main support. Basic storytelling. Basic. Yep. Um, so basically, we started jamming on that and riffing back and forth, and we came to the conclusion that we had a solution. Yep. And the solution was the age-old cliche. Age. 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 Age-old cliche. Yeah. Of the stalemate. Stalemate. The standoff. The Mexican will. standoff. Mexican although standoff. that might be racist. Did you say Zuxvan? Zuxvan is in German. Zuxvan. Essentially, yeah. that moment that a lot of these films have, the Tarantinos, mm-hmm. the Guy Ritchies, the gangster films. Get your guns pointed. Three guys, two guys, everyone's got a gun pointed at someone else. Yep. And if everyone pulls the trigger, everyone dies. Everyone dies. So you got to figure out a way to end it. Absolutely. There has to be a solution. And what's cool about Kill Game is that 
in our film, everyone dies, but not one trigger is pulled. Yep. If you're listening and you can figure out <laughs> how that happens, we want to know. Well, you said everyone. Not everyone dies. All of our main characters die. All the main characters die. giving you the ending right now. All the main yes. characters die. Not one trigger is pulled. Not a single bullet is fired. So how did we arrive to this conclusion? Do you want to know? Well, I know. You asking me? No. I'm saying <laughs> we got a screenwriter. We did. So we, yeah, on the way up, we had this idea. We set these parameters. We came up with a general story. We kind of riffed on some lines. Story arc, yeah. Yeah, so we were, you know, going back and forth with we some had general some char- gangster lines. We had some characters. Yeah. So either way, okay, so they're they're hitmen. They're assassins, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Sure. Men for hire. And, sounds weird. And they're sitting oh. they're sitting at a place getting ready to play cards. Yeah. When all of a sudden... Boom. Something triggers them. Watches. Timer's on a watch. Timer's on a watch. Beep, uh, beep. Clock Phone strikes call. a certain <laughs> hour. Yep. Guns drawn. Boom. <laughs> Everybody pointing at one another. Intense. Yep. And so, and then we had we had a couple different characters. You love you love the Rooker character. That was your guy. Yeah. So what was? Give me some of the Rooker. What's what's Rooker say? Rooker. I mean, he's a seasoned vet. He's been there for years. He's been in it forever. He's in his sixties. He's just uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's just a precision dude. Yeah, but when we started riffing the character, yeah. you kept what was the oh, thing he kept well, saying? Because they get in the stalemate. He's like, "Oh, twenty years I've been doing this, and I have never gotten a stalemate, not a <laughs> single I, time." Then I was riffing on like yeah. the Steve we had a Bush- younger guy, Steve Buscemi type of character, like, uh, uh, "Hey man, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, I've been I've been in a stalemate before, you know." Well, <laughs> no, what the the line was something I hope like, "We're not the like, actors." Yeah, <laughs> twenty years I've been yeah. doing this, I ain't never been in a stalemate, yeah. and you're so, like, "Oh, that's my second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we created the story arc, yeah. but we knew that we couldn't write dialogue. No. So we reached out to it's not well. Brandon Howell. Brandon Howell. Yes. So um, award-winning screenwriter. Yeah, and I believe Dave. I don't know if you're listening in the in the booth there, but if you see if you can get him on the phone. Yeah, I'm on it. He might be standing by. So awesome. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. let that happen. We'll jump back to it when he's going to chime in. But we we tasked him with the story, and we said, "Hey, yeah. man, we need some some killer dialogue, mm-hmm. pun intended." To get this thing going, yeah, we need some backstory. I mean, he he went above and beyond. He didn't just just yeah. write dialogue. Sure. He took it these characters and gave them all. He a backstory. gave them backstories. Yeah, so you know where they come from. So you have Rooker, yes, who's the old guy. The old guy. He's been around for you know years and years and years. Yep. He's his specialty or his superhero sort of status is mm-hmm. he's the eagle eye. He used yeah. to be a watchmaker for sure. Precision. Yeah, and then you got Strelick, mm-hmm. who's kind of tweaky. He's your tweaker. He's tweaky. And Fast talker, really smart. Yep. And yep. his sort of superpower is um, quickness. Quickness. Yeah. And then you have Good with knives. Bauer. Bauer is sort of the tough guy. Yeah. They call him Two Chest. For sure. And they all have an amazing backstory, which we can we can probably get into a little we bit, can. but it's it's really well, awesome. They go into it in the short. <clears throat> yeah. Each one of them has this crazy like hit that they pulled off. And as oh, they're playing yeah, cards, they're trying to the, one up each the other. The guns are drawn. Yep. And they start. They start to say stuff. So, is this Brandon? This is Brandon. Hey, hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing very well. How's oh. the show going, guys? Hey, good. Dave, thanks for uh, punching him in. So, Brandon, we were just starting to talk about some of the characters from Kill Game, and we were mm-hmm. telling the listeners that 
we had a general idea. We kind of had the bones of what this thing was going to be. Bare bones. But we really didn't know where it was going to go, and that's where we handed it off to you. So um, it's been a while. It's been a a year now. We're uh, we're still trying to get this thing off the ground. But uh, what was your initial impression when we sent our big idea over to you, and how did you start to shape that into a draft? Uh, that's a complicated question, obviously, because uh, the work that writers do sometimes is hard to uh, explain. But as I recall, you guys sent uh, a plot outline that mm-hmm. had several plot points, and you also had kind of archetype ideas of what these characters would be like. Yeah. Uh, from there, the the writer's job usually is to try to find a story to apply to that character that will fill in the gaps between what we know about the character and what we don't. Mm. So is that, is that the backstory? That's the backstory. Yeah. So if you've got a character and you know he's an older gentleman and you know that this is the persona he's going to imbibe during the story and you know this is how the story is going to end for him, then the, the writer tries to fill in that gap by crafting his dialogue a certain way mm-hmm. and then making that backstory something that can relate to those other elements. Yeah, yeah. so all the, all the things he does and says make sense based yeah. on that backstory. Exactly. Yeah, well, Exactly. And you did such a great job of that. Now, um, the, the, the thing that's interesting is give us a little bit of the lineage of the connection. And, we're, and by the way, we're okay. We're giving the listeners the yeah. whole deal. Oh, we're giving it them. away. Yeah. This is oh, not okay. Yeah. So there's uh, no spoilers. No, yeah. no. This is all about this is all about being uh, letting our listeners be a part of it and be yep. be on the inside scoop. So talk a little bit how you arrived at sort of the chess connection with the characters' lineage and their names. Talk a little bit about why you went that direction. Uh, and try to approach it from from a, uh, the area that nobody's read this script, so the, our listeners have okay. no idea what we're really talking about. I see. Okay. Well, uh, knowing how the plot points were working out and seeing how this story was going to end for these characters, it, it felt like a game to me. Uh, it felt like somebody had arranged these people in this place at this time for this purpose, which is, to me, like a chessboard. Okay. You've taken your pieces that have their certain kinds of moves. Mind you, chess is a game where the different pieces move in different ways yeah. and accomplish different things. And to me, the, the plot points you guys had given me felt like a purposeful arrangement of these people in a game-like setting that they were going to lose. Mm. <laughs> and... So, because only thought, only the only the king or queen usually wins, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And none of these characters is the king or the queen. Um, so then I thought, okay, what chess pieces do I have on the board, and how can those pieces movement types affect the characters I'm creating? So, a the pawn character who becomes the bower character in the script is somebody who's being used in a forceful way on the board. They're blocking things. They're uh, getting in the way of others. They're a strong piece, but they fall easily. Why? In this case, because he makes bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Strelik character, uh, that's, a, I think, a Croatian word, uh, that 
means the shooter or the or the rider. And of course, in the on the chessboard, it's a character that makes uh, very strategic moves that come out of nowhere uh, if you're not paying close enough attention to your game. Uh, the the horse character kind of makes that L movement, mm. and if you're not watching closely, you can get grabbed by that uh, piece. Uh, if you're not yeah. watching, and to me that character seems like a very swift, quick, deadly person, and that's the kind of character I created for him. So his persona takes this kind of manic. I'm all over the place. I move in lots of different directions. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I could never. Kind of I could never figure out the horse on a chessboard. It was always so so kind of a weird, crazy <laughs> piece. It really is because you can't. You can't visualize the squares it can get to yeah. very easily. Yeah. And that's kind of how I visualize that character is. You guys gave me a, an archetype, which mm-hmm. is somebody who maybe is uh, on drugs. Oh, yeah. And I thought, well, that's, that's yeah. perfect. This is somebody who doesn't move in a straight line. Right, no. right. And then um, last was, then uh, bat was uh, Rooker. But Rooker. No. Rooker is the old oh, yeah. man. Uh, straightforward. Mm-hmm. The rook piece is the one that sits in the corner, shaped like a, a tower. Yeah, um, it moves in straight lines and can move all the way up the board uh, if if those uh, squares no are open. Blocks, so yeah. uh, he is the marksman uh, with great vision. So I'm envisioning a guy that sits in a tower and can see very far away Smart. and is deadly from a distance. He's a marksman. Mm-hmm. And moreover, his moves are very simple. He can go straight forward. He can go straight to the side, and that's the kind of mentality that character uh, has during the during the film. Mm-hmm. That's great, and that that's so cool that you leverage those, you know, a backbone like that to kind of give them context. And so, sure, you know, so so after you kind of have an idea of who these guys are, you start to sort of craft a backstory. Um, yeah. You, you kind of dig into that. What was the motivation with the backstory of? How did you want that backstory to influence the dialogue in the in the overall piece? Um, well, with for whatever reason, right now in American cinema, backstories are extremely popular. Everybody yeah. wants yeah. backstories on everybody, and that's why all of these production companies are going out. And if they have a popular character, they'll make an entire movie just based on giving that person a backstory for sure, sure, or a Safe. prequel. Yeah. Um, so when I look at a character like Bauer, okay, I know what this story is going to do to this man. Mm. I know what kind of personality he's going to have during the, the nine or ten minutes this movie is going to take, 20 minutes, however long. So when I'm looking at his backstory, I'm trying to think, what in this guy's background is going to explain the way he's acting now. Yeah, the why. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and for those why. for those of you listening, you know, the Bauer character is he's the tough guy. It's a hothead. He goes by yeah. two chest. Uh, he grew up maybe around uh, abuse. His mom got beat up on, yeah. and he, you know, he's kind of this angry little guy who used to be a boxer. And so, you know, that's a lot of what Brandon's talking about is, you know, that backstory. You don't you, you get a little bit of it in the script, but really the full backstory motivates the rest of his yeah. actions and the way he talks. Why he's so angry in the dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. And for all of these guys, obviously, I kind of structured their backstories in a very similar way. In that, the backstory is going to give you a, a window into these people's past to a time when they could have made a decision. Mm-hmm to do something with their lives that wouldn't have been 
murder. Yeah, the, the fork in the road, yeah. The fork yeah. in the road, and all three of these guys chose the wrong direction as far as I'm concerned. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of murderers. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking back to, to when I looked at Bauer specifically, I go back to a time when his quote-unquote superpower would have enabled him to be a terrific boxer. Mm-hmm. And for the reasons that are tied to the themes of the film, he makes the wrong decision at that moment in his life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about Kill Game is that they're, you know, these aren't these aren't your typical heroes. These aren't your nice guys that, you know, everybody else uses. These are more or less anti-heroes. They're the good right. guys in our story, but they're not good. Right. So it's, I guess they're, it's they're interesting to, to hang out with, but yeah. uh, not uh, not for the people that typically hang out with them, yeah. because those people usually end up dead. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to be on their bad side. From from yeah. the script point of view, how was it writing a script where you really didn't have a good guy? They were, ah. They're all bad guys. Well, you know that uh, good good point, and you know most scripts do start with who your protagonist is and why this person should be considered a protagonist. Um, Everybody in this script commits murder yeah. at one point or another. So, they're, they're, like you said, there's not a good guy. Um, and yet, uh, you can make an interesting character, and of course, people love bad guys. You mm. can make an <laughs> interesting character out of bad people. Um, I hid the good guy character... Uh, in the uh, so we're we're really telling everybody everything. Oh, you go for it! Yeah, yeah. don't hold okay. anything back because I, I okay. was going to debate you on that. There is one good character, but go for it. Yeah, yeah. There's the waitress who is turning her life around, which is a good thing, uh, considering what she's been up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but making the main characters in this thing into bad guys by showing you what happens to them was always kind of the point once I realized where I was going to go with the full story. I wanted to make these guys an example. And to make them an example, you have to flesh them out more. So we're drawing the emphasis to their badness. Yeah. For and sure. that's that's why they become more of a focal point to the to the script. But the good guy, I, I would say, I would argue that one of the good guys is the little boy. Yeah. Who um, still has a chance yeah. to get to that fork in the road and, and go the right direction. The little boy in the script is the only one who doesn't commit murder. Yeah. He does not commit murder. He still has a chance. Yeah. He st- he, the thing that uh, I wanted to approach was was the same thing that I kind of was just talking about and that people love bad guys. <laughs> he, he is idolizing these characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's dangerous, and that's why his, his mother makes the decision that she makes. Yeah. Um, is he kind of represents a lot of us, where we, we find these bad guys in movies, and they're the cool ones. You know, when people watch uh, The Dark Knight, they watch it for Heath Ledger. Yeah. And there's there's some appeal to badness, and that's kind of what I wanted to get at with the script is mm. there are people who are so drawn to badness that they do it. They actually make the choice in their life to do bad things, and that has always fascinated me since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, think about, you know, probably one of the most successful shows of all time at this point hmm. is strictly a bad guy, and that's, you know, Breaking Bad. Oh, a- yeah. absolutely. Everyone fell in love with Walter White. Yeah. Well, but they gave him a reason. It's like, yeah. you know, they tried to justify it, uh, you know, yeah. raising money to save his life and save his family. But Yeah. Well, I mean, Brandon, we're going to keep talking about some of this stuff, and you did a killer job at the script, but while we got you on the phone, tell people uh, some of the stuff you've been involved with. Now, you were in a couple screenwriting yeah. competitions, tell, tell and you've had you some are. recent successes, right? Sure. Um, well, the, the, the quick rundown is that I've, I've been doing screenwriting uh, as a hobby for a long time, and when you are a poor kid in rural Kentucky with no connections to the film industry, mm-hmm. it's kind of a shot in the dark. And the only outlets that I was aware of until recently, really, was screenwriting contests. And uh, there are two major contests. One is hosted by the Academy, and the other one is the Austin Film Festival. Uh, oh, wow. Last year, uh, I submitted a script to the Austin Film Festival and uh, months later received an unexpected phone call from them saying that I had finished in the top 1% worldwide Whoa. in wow. that competition. Nice. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that was a heck of a day. Um, <laughs> so there were about uh, 7,000 worldwide scripts that came in, and I was in the top 30 of the dramatic category. Man. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, it was it was thank you and it was it was just an unexpected event. So was everything changed at that point because what had been a hobby was now something that uh was involving uh real time in my life and and other people. Yeah. Uh so that was that phone call came across just about exactly 1 year ago and the last year has just been a roller coaster. So um, tell us about that. What kind of opportunities have come your way? Have you gotten any phone calls? You got agents knocking on your door? Talk about it. Sure. Um, what that result did for me was provide me a little bit of validation and access to the industry that I otherwise would not have had. Um, that it doesn't mean that people came knocking on my door. Uh, in droves, although I did get several phone calls and emails that I did not solicit. Those are the really exciting ones, by the oh, way, yeah. is when You're your not phone rings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but you still have to hustle. And when I was at the film festival, um, you know, I met a guy who was out in Hollywood. He said, you know, Brandon, this is great. Uh, you should be really proud of this. But to a lot of the people in the industry, this still means nothing other than they will now read an email if you send it to them. Mm-hmm. And that's, huge, that's over the last year, I would say almost a thousand emails or more have gone back and forth. Um, and right now there are some things going on with that particular script that I probably can't talk about, but <laughs> sure. hopefully some really exciting developments yeah. soon wow. on that. Um, you still have to hustle, and that's the lesson I learned because I thought, oh, wow, um, my phone's going to start ringing off the hook. And it did ring, but not off the hook. And it was mostly uh, because I was still doing the reaching out to people. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I have written this script. It has received this award. Maybe you should give it a chance. Yep. And I yeah. uh, started to get more chances because of that. But... Uh, needless to say, uh, a lot of really good things have happened, 
and I hope to be able to announce something soon. Um, but uh, right now, I probably shouldn't say anything because <laughs> I've been asked not to. Not a problem. Well, that's well. Fine. What, what have you been uh, writing mostly? Is it shorts like ours? Is it features? Is it other? Well, that's uh, another thing about Kill Game that has made working on Kill Game so fun is that it's so different from what I usually do. I I almost completely write features, ah. and almost completely. Uh, all of my body of work is features. So when you guys said, hey, we're interested in making a short film, that was more interesting to me at the moment that I was at in my life because I said, now that's different. I haven't done a short film in a long time. Mm -hmm. And as I recall, um, you know, you guys said we'd we'd like to do a short film, and I I submitted some ideas that were a bit too ambitious. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but they were fantastic. I remember reading some of those, yeah. Well, sure, thank you, but... Um, most of them, inv- most of them involved location shoots in like Russia. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. I, oh, too sorry. huge. Too sorry. huge. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, most of the stuff I do is features, and so the the work that went into Kill Game was a different kind of work mm-hmm. than I had done, which is to really distill this stuff down as far as possible because you have so little screen time and so little uh, page space to get these ideas across that it was a real challenge and a lot of fun. That's really cool. Well, we appreciate it, man. And you know what? Uh, It's been a journey. Uh, We've had some ups and downs, but this film's getting made. We are are slated to, to film in December. Yep. We do. Uh, good news for you that you you haven't heard yet. We did select our new Regina character, and she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that, great. and that's yeah. the uh, the cook, the waitress in the restaurant that yep. we've been talking about. So, anyway, yeah. uh, this thing is going to happen, and you know, who knows? Maybe by the time the film is finished, uh, it will have been written by an award winning screenwriter <laughs> with uh, with a major Hollywood feature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if if you're filming in December. <laughs> And I haven't gotten any updates by then. I will be disappointed. Uh, uh, so okay. I, I, I expect that that will be the case. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Well, well cool, man. That's we, awesome. Yeah, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you again for yeah. working on this, for taking the time to talk to us. And uh, yeah, No problem. For those of you guys that are listening, um, I think maybe we should announce this with Brandon on the phone. Sure. Uh, Brandon, I'm, I'm excited to tell you that tomorrow we will officially launch the – Kill Game Indiegogo campaign. Oh, that's yep. yes. So we're and going we're going for our our funding and our financing to actually get this thing done and and the can. Yeah, so that's fantastic. And we'll uh, have uh, all the links. Can you uh, can starting tomorrow? Will I be able to tell people about that and and link people to the page? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. When this when this episode goes live tomorrow, with Friday the eighteenth, the the Indiegogo will be live and people can donate. Share it, whatever. Yep, there'll be links on uh, fdbpodcast.com. That's Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. fdbpodcast.com will have all the links straight yep. to Indiegogo. And uh, we should have the uh, URL tomorrow, but I'm not sure what it's going to generate. So um, yeah. I, I'm assuming it'll be indiegogo.com backslash kill game, but I could Either be way. wrong. So at fdbpodcast on Twitter and fdbpodcast.com, it will tell you everything you need. So. Well, man, we appreciate you so much, and you wrote one hell of a script. We're excited to bring it to life, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best, buddy. Hopefully, uh, we'll have you on the show uh, sometime in the future. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, it's been a lot of fun, guys, and, and 
you guys also deserve props for all of the work that's gone into this production and the work that's about to go into it as well. Well, we hope to do your script proud. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, I'm sure you will. <laughs> all right, man. Talk soon. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Man, that's that's a good guy right there. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he he did put a lot of hard work into this, into the backstories, all that. Fantastic script. You know, and we kind of hinted on it, so I want to make sure the listeners understand, but here's the basic plot point. Yeah. Three hitmen come into a diner. Mm -hmm. They sit down to play a friendly game of cards. They all know each other. Like we said, all of a sudden... Boom. Guns Guns are are drawn. drawn. And at that point, it's no longer about a game. It's about life or death. Yep. Uh, in the middle of that s- that section, each character offers a solution on how to put the guns down. Yep. So uh, one offers the solution, Bauer, the tough guy. He mm-hmm. says, let's put the one hand over one gun, and uh, let's, you know, no one's going to blow their hands off. But one of the other characters comes in and says, hey, hey, whoa, 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 you will blow your own hand off because of this. And he relays Bauer's backstory. Which means he's the tough guy. Yeah. He's not afraid, he's not afraid to blow his hand off. No. He's already taken two to the chest. Yes. Hence his nickname, right. Two Chest. Then another guy comes in, Straylick, he offers a solution. Yep. And he says that on the count of three, one, two, three, everybody put their guns down. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Somebody else jumps in and says, no, no, no that's not going to work because you're too fast. Right. He's the quickest shot yeah. at the table. Of course he wants them to as do that. As soon as we lower our guns, you could knock off the other two in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yep. And then Rooker comes in and says, "Wait a second, boys. Let's let's all let's go outside. Mm-hmm. Let's all take a step back. Let's just kind of give ourselves give some, some space. space." Yeah. And someone and else says, "No, no, 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 no. That's no. not going to work because you are probably the best shot of all three of us. You can take us out from a hundred yards." Absolutely. Yeah. And meanwhile, the whole time you've got Regina coming to the table. It's a tense situation. Waitress, She's yep. giving them coffee. She's trying to diffuse the tension. And yeah. there's her son is sitting over at the diner on the on the stool, the bar mm-hmm. stools. And he's kind of eating his sandwich and playing with little army men yep. and listening and kind of acting out these backstories. Each backstory that you hear them talk about, he's showing you in his army men. Right. So versus you know going out and filming each of these backstories of these hits and these crazy deals, we're showing you with army action figures. Right. So which is a creative way to do it without spending a huge budget. So yeah. ultimately, that's ga- all of our uh, guidelines and our limitations. Absolutely, yeah. and all of us. You know, basically the guys come together and say, you know what, we're not just killers. I think the script says we don't just pop and pull. Yeah. And one of the guys sets the gun down. The other two look at each other. They hesitate on what they're going to do. They put their guns down. Yep. No shots fired. No. They've won the victory over the boss man. Yep. The boss man who coordinates all of these hitmen, all these killers. Mm -hmm. He brought them together. He wanted to close the loop and eliminate all of his, his men. But they say no. But they say no. They rise up. And so they rejoice. Yeah, they they have they have some coffee. Got it. Regina offers offers say, guys, I still got some pie left. How about how about a a piece of pie? Yeah, they all say absolutely. Mm, They start digging in. She delivers Mm, the pie. So good. Chowing down, and all of a sudden, people start to get a little sleepy. A little sleepy. A little a little. Mm -hmm. They start choking. Start choking. Their vision blurs, and then boom, thump. One head hits the table. Boom. Two heads hit the table. Three heads hit the table. Done. All three are dead. Yeah. Up walks Regina with the little boy. She says, who are these guys? And the kid names them off. He says, two chest, hurdy man, and the the butcher. The butcher? Is it the butcher? I don't know. Let's no, look at the, the script butcher. Right here. It's yeah. the, uh, the cook. Strelix. Strelix guy's the butcher, right? Yeah, I can tell you right now. 
two chest, hurdy man, bus boy. The bus boy, that's yeah. right. The bus boy. And she says, are they good or bad inside? And he goes, bad. That's right. And look what happened to him. Anyway, Jeez. she basically shows them that crime doesn't pay. Uh, these guys all got what they deserved. And we're going to move on with our life in a different direction. Right. And so, They're not hence, to be admired. Hence, all the main characters die without any shots fired. Yeah. They were outwitted. By their employer. Again, showing you again that sometimes the power of the gun is not as strong as the power of the mind. Yep. So there's some layers to it. It's a lot of fun. The pen is mightier we, than the sword, yeah, Brandon. We yeah. can't uh we can't read most of this script on no. on air because it's uh here, what did it come out to page it's wise? Full it came out of, to uh, came out to nineteen pages. Curse words is basically so, yeah. the whole script is curse words. Yeah. We're kind of yeah. kind of uh on the edge there. So, <laughs> but anyway, there you have it. Either That's way. Kill Game. It's a yeah. it's a fun script. We've got a great cast, and Fantastic. we are we've got launching a great location, yeah. killer location. Ugh. Pun intended. Yeah, we're launching this thing tomorrow on Indiegogo. Actually, and if you're listening, that'll be right now. So if you want to, you can pause yeah. this episode, like right literally now. You're on iTunes. Hit pause and go to ftbpodcast.com where we'll post the link, and you can go to our Indiegogo yep. for Kill Game, which whatever, whatever the link is, it's not up there yet, but it'll be up there tomorrow, today, right now, so go there. That was the most confusing <laughs> thing ever. Either way. Just go to ftvpodcast.com. Yeah. You'll see a ton of stuff on Kill Game. Yes. It's on Indiegogo. And, guys, we got some really cool stuff, and we want you, the listeners, to be a part of this and really bring this yes. thing to life. We're we starting out. You know, classic is, uh, you know, you just want to be be a supportive. $10, you're an official backer. Mm-hmm. You get the exclusive premiere streaming code. Thanks for your support. You want to throw in a little more. $25 is the sneak peek pack. We'll invite you to a test screening happy hour here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Cast and crew meet and greet. Exclusive streaming code. Uh, and you're going to get an Indiegogo contributor film credit right in the film. So, yeah, well, after everybody's credits, we'll put our Indiegogo contributors. Your name will be up there. So when it screens at festivals here in Cincinnati, wherever, your name will be on the big screen. Yeah. We've guys, got, does that mean they'll be able to drink bourbon with the filmmakers drinking bourbon? Yes. I think that Absolutely. does, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Good insight, We'll be able to Dave. come out, have a drink, Dave and enjoy there. the film. Uh, for $35, we've got a really cool T-shirt that's fun. It says Support Indie Film, and it has a, a little graphic of an old-school film camera, but the uh, yeah. instead of a lens, there's an Uzi. So it says Support Indie Film. <laughs> I love, if, that. If you I love s- that shirt. Support Indie Film, go ahead and do that. Uh, yep. For, um, Ooh, we didn't say one of the most exciting aspects of this thing is that we have a partner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've got. Uh, we can't tell who, but yeah, there, no, there's no, some exciting. Our friends at uh, Freestyle Watches out in LA okay. have donated several watches for us to to include as giveaways to to get this thing off the ground. And you know what's exciting about those watches? They're going to be in the film. They're going to be in the film. These are the watches that our characters of Rooker absolutely Straylick, and these are and really really nice watches. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely get those. You've got uh, different prices. We got watches from 150 donation to 175, 200, 250 depending on the watch. Yeah, and if you want a nice watch, that's what you're going to pay out in the real world, but with the watch, oh, you get more. Way more than that. So with the watch, you're yeah. also getting the t-shirt, t-shirt, yeah, and the poster. Yeah. And so, use your name in the credits. I mean, like the, the yeah. I mean, all of this stuff is going to be on Indiegogo. You're going to love the rewards. The yep. screen printed movie poster is awesome, and created that's done by, by designer a, Aaron May. Yeah, by a 
fantastic poster shop here in Cincinnati. The T-shirt, yeah. unbelievable, really cool looking, um, with knives and guns and hands with bones. I mean, it doesn't look like a Indiegogo backer T-shirt. It looks no. like some nice T-shirt you'd pick up in American Apparel yeah. or uh, something like that. We wanted to create cool stuff for you guys to it's have style. Yeah. So check it out, FTBPodcast.com. Yep. Come be a part of this thing. Share it. Spread it. We're going to give you guys here on Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon exclusive insider content. Yeah. I mean, we're going to go through the process of this entire thing. As we do this, you're going to get snippets and bippets and little doodads about how we did it, why we're doing it, who the characters are, BTS, the whole nine yards. There's a Twitter account, Kill Game Movie. You know, there's a website, Kill Game Movie. Kill Game Movie. Yeah, I mean, we, you can tune in and just check out everything that we're doing. It's going to be a great film. It's going to be fun. It really is. I mean, if you like Guy Ritchie, Quentin Tarantino, that kind of fast-paced, quirky humor, dark. If you're listening right now, you're yeah. going to like this film because yeah. you're a filmmaker. You've already, you're listening to us. Or you're drinking bourbon. <laughs> and either way, this film appeals to you. Exactly. No, it's so, a good movie. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'd love to have you be a part of it. Um, yep. Yeah. An award-winning Kill screenwriter. Game. We have an award-winning screenwriter. Yeah, I actually know some of the people he's been talking to. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I can't say it. He won't. Let, I'm not allowed to say it, but yeah. I do believe that. I'm interested in knowing. I I hope that yeah. all of his, you know, good deals pan out because I'm excited here. Yeah, I see his name in the lights. I know, man. So anyway, it's going to be really fun. Um, what about our location? I mean, we talked about it. We Proud Rooster, it. man. We it. We're yeah. at the Proud Rooster. Proud Rooster. Really cool diner. It's been there for over 50 Forever. years. Forever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, everything is, is falling into place. It's taken a while. And that's the thing. You know, as you guys are listening, maybe you're working on your own project. Maybe mm-hmm. you're working on your own film. Maybe you're discouraged because your Kickstarter didn't get funded. Well, guess what? Neither did ours. Neither did ours. <laughs> yeah. But we're still going again. We, we've revamped. We've trimmed all the fat. Yeah. We know now what we need to do to make this thing work. And we're going back at it. Yeah. We're not afraid. Yeah. Don't let your failure stop you from achieving your vision. No, it's a whole deal about Wow, that felt good. That get, felt, getting did back you feel empowered? I know. I feel like I'm going to quote you now. Nice. Um, so, you know, we want to be an encouragement to you guys. Yeah. So if this story, when this gets funded, we film it, and when we release it, we want it to be a testament to not giving up and making cool stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, always following uh, following your heart. Exactly. And we know that plenty of you guys out there have short films, features, documentaries, whatever you're working on. By the way, let us know, because we want to talk about your guys' stuff too. Go to ftbpodcast.com. There's an Ask Me Anything section. Yeah. Drop us a line and let us know what you're working on. And while you're at ftbpodcast.com, if you click on the Shop tab, you, my friend can get a hold of one of our brand-new hand-lettered T-shirts designed by Leo Gomez. Yes. The Filmmaker's Drinking Bourbon inaugural T-shirt. Oh, it's amazing. 001. 001. Of the print. Yeah, they're numbered. There will be more. Yeah, they're only $25. $25, but Alex, I don't know, man. What? I feel pretty good right now. You feeling pretty good? I feel like, I feel generous. Ooh. I feel like... I feel too generous. I feel generous. All right. And I feel that... Because it's Bourbon Heritage Month. Yeah. Making me nervous. What are you going to say? I think I want to have a sale. A sale? Yeah. A sale? Sale. All right. What are you going to do? $20. You're knocking five bucks off? 20%. 20%. All right. $20 Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon t-shirts. Yep. Only for this week. 
All right, here, I'll cheers you to that. Cheers. Cheers. We'll knock off 20%. This week, if you, down to 20 bucks, 20 if you want to sport the hottest t-shirt and filmmaking bourbon apparel, yes. there you go. 20 bucks. FTB apparel. Go to the shop. Get it. Make it happen. And that stuff, those t-shirts, it's basically a donation to help us bring you better content. Yeah. Every t-shirt we sell, every review we get, Helps us bring better guests, better giveaways. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're giving away quite a lot this month. Well, today we're giving away a lot. Yeah. I mean, and we got the for those of you who don't got... have 20 bucks, some yeah. of you are like, you know what, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you a t-shirt right now. Right now. Well, a chance. Chance. Depends. Right now. Depends on how many enter. So here's what we need you to do. If you want the Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon t-shirt, mm-hmm. you need to do a couple things. First and foremost. It's one. One, one thing, thing two but things. You gotta let us know. It's two things. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to go to iTunes. Mm. You need to search bourbon. Yep. If so, filmmakers drinking bourbon is gonna pop up. We're the number, number two. two podcast in bourbon world. Or you can do what? You can search filmmaking. Or you can search filmmaking, and we're gonna pop up right away on number page f- one, five or six. Who yeah. knows? We're right there. You're gonna click on that. You're gonna rate. Hopefully, yes. it's a four or five star rating. Yes. Sign in. You gotta sign in, and you're gonna give us a written review. Yeah. Let us know why you like the show. Yep, you're going to have five stars, five written review. Five star. Yeah. Five star review. Once you do that, head over to ftbpodcast.com yep. and let us know. You can say something as that. simple as, this is great. I love bourbon and movies. Done. Yeah. Yep. But come over, hit us up on Twitter or on Ask Me Anything at ftbpodcast.com and say, hey guys, mm-hmm. just uh, FYI. Let us know. I would love to be entered to win the t-shirt. I gave my review on iTunes. Yep. And we'll put your name in the hat. Yes. But we do need your Twitter account. We need your handle because that's how we can get in contact. Yeah, with we you need guys. a name. Yeah, we need. So iTunes is screwy, and all all the names are different than your Twitter handles. But we need to know who you are. So if you've already reviewed us, if you've already given us a written review, guess what? You're already entered. Already. You were the first people. You're you're our heroes. You're right? entered to win. You've already been entered to win. Anybody new? You gotta go there. Go to iTunes. Sign in. Five-star review, written review. Tell us what you like. All right. Now's the time. Now you're entered to win. So everybody that's already done it and everybody knew you're going to get a chance to win an FTB t-shirt. Which is great. Yeah. And that's what we do on this show. We have a lot of fun. We talk about filmmaking. And we give you free stuff. We give you free stuff. So. Fantastic. uh, With that said, this is Bourbon Heritage Month. It is. And we have been having a great time. And we have another Four Roses giveaway. We do. Every I mean, every week this month. It's crazy. Yeah. So once again, it's very simple. If you've already entered, you're already entered to win. If you haven't entered, all you got to do is go over to the Twitter, Twitter, mm-hmm. Twit, and you want to say, hey, at the number four, Roses Bourbon. Four Roses hey, Bourbon. Hey, at FDB Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hashtag FDB Giveaway. Yep. I'd love to win that sweet hat and awesome coffee table book. Or whatever. That might be over 155 characters. <laughs> Whatever, 140. But if you yeah. do that. Yeah, you got to mention those three things, you can and win. then you're entered to win. And you do get a hat and a coffee yeah. table book if you win. So. So pretty cool. If you didn't win this week, and if you didn't win last week, you're still entered. So stay tuned, and you might get it. There you go. Giving away four. Wow. Four roses being generous. Four roses. What a day. Four roses, four giveaways. What Anything else going on? Three fantastic bourbons. What have you been watching? Oh, uh, you know. 
Well, finished Narcos, which is awesome. Yeah. For those of you that aren't watching, oh, get on it. It's mis- you're amazing. missing out. You're missing out. Um, Speaking of bad guys. Yeah. Wow. Pablo is the greatest bad guy. The ever. greatest anti-hero that he's I've the seen. The man. Oh, he's so good. The guy that plays him. Yeah. Fantastic. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, Produced by Jose Padilla. That's it. I want to watch Mr. Robot. Dude. My brother said that's pretty good. Oh, I've had about. 10 people tell me that I need to watch it, but I can't find it anywhere online because it's a USA show. True. Or whatever. My brother, however, is one of those guys who steals is everything. Torrenter. So he's oh. got Plex. Yeah. And my buddy's got that. Yeah, yeah. So my brother was like, here, uh, download Plex. And he like did some stuff or whatever. And shared so you as like, now I have library. access to it. Oh, Brandon. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't use it yet, yeah. but I have access. You're like the radio anti hero. <laughs> I'm like Pablo. <laughs> You're Pablo, I'm Pablo. stealing and dealing. Anyway, no, I hear that's really good. Uh, the kid, not the kid, I guess he's a guy, man, now, the main character. Did yeah. you ever see The Master? No. Oh, my God. I want to see it, though. Dude. That's L. Ron Hubbard, right? Uh, loosely based on but yeah. So the guy that marries L. Ron, quote-unquote, daughter, he's the main character in Mr. Robot. Oh, that's cool. Really, really good actor. Nice. Yeah, you'd love it. Anyway, some of the best cinematography I've seen in a long time. Awesome. You know what I thought was pretty awesome? What? I mean, kind of. It was a little cheesy. What'd you think? What about that Jungle Book trailer? Dude, I posted that on my Twitter. <laughs> at Alex know, Elkins man. DOP. I know, I saw it. I what think it's cool. Think? Yeah. That's directed by John... John Favreau. How do you say that? Favreau. Favreau. Which I love him. I love Chef. Chef is great. I've, Iron Man's great. I know you don't like superheroes, but he puts I've a seen, human twist on I've Iron Man. I've seen Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is And fantastic. I just don't like it. That's fine. Because some people out there in this world don't like you. <laughs> that there's a lot of people that don't like me. <laughs> trust me, a lot of haters in the building. Yeah. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna wear our robes and watch whatever, our superhero dude. movies. <laughs> That's fine. We'll be fine. I don't care. Either way, yeah. Favreau directed it, uh, but it's, there's like a lot of CG and I a want, lot of. It'd be cool to get him on the show. Uh, let's do it. You want to try? Hey, you know what? Uh, I bet he likes uh, bourbon. Uh, I bet he likes bourbon. Yeah, I, I, Dave. See if we can get him on the show. I'm on it. <laughs> there we go. Dave's on it. Consider it done. Um, so speaking, Dave's on the on the in the other room yeah. there. But guess who's not in the other room? Who? Adam. I th- he might be. I don't know. Hold on. Let, let's let's check. At hey Adam, Adam, you there? Was that, oh, was that the ocean? He is just living the life of luxury. Is right that? Now. Do I hear the ocean? That's, yeah, I think my ears up to a conch shell right what now. What is that? Is it, if you put your ear up to a Four Roses bottle... It sounds like the it ocean. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> Greatest plug ever. Well done, my friend. Either way. So, Sip Four Roses and you'll be Adam is on vacation on the yeah. beach. He's and loving it. Cheers to him. What a great guy. And he's been so kind to the show. Yeah. Um, he's the reason we're in Studio B. He at is. Sound Images. Sound Images B for bourbon. Yeah. By the way. So... Um, I don't know, man. I got nothing pretty cool. at this point. What are, you, are you excited about anything? There has to be some. You're always excited yeah. about something. Uh, I'm excited to get a haircut. You need it. I I'm looking have, at you now. Dude, I've been so busy. Like yeah. it's, it's one of those things where this industry is just feast or famine, and I've been in the midst of the feast, and I, I have not had time to even get a haircut. Yeah. I just want a haircut and a massage and a day to myself. Really? That sounds very selfish. A day to yourself? Just a day for me. <laughs> a day for me. You don't deserve a day to yourself. <laughs> So, anyway. well, that's cool. I yeah. mean, yeah. You, Are you, you excited about anything? I'm excited about. Oh, anything. I know what I'm excited about. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> You're excited. There's yeah. this crazy new thing on uh, Kickstarter that's like this crazy image stabilizer. Have you heard about this oh, thing? Oh, where it plugs into the back of the GoPro, that thing? No, dude. It plugs into like everything. Well, that's what uh, I mean, though. It's optimized for GoPro. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yes. It's called the here, uh yeah. Dude, I saw it. I well, know exactly yeah, but I want what the you're... people to know. The people need to know. Oh, dude, what is this thing? Let me look up real mm. quick. Oh, go go for it. Uh, I mean, there's so much new gear coming out nowadays that I saw this deal. Somebody posted online and it, you know, records the metadata from whatever camera yes. you're using. So it's called the Stead XP for steady, S-T-E-A-D-X-P. And you essentially plug it into your camera yeah. or you set it on top of your hot shoe. But it connects. And essentially what it does. RCA cable, believe is, it or not. <laughs> what it does is it records all of the physical yeah. motion data of your camera. Yes. Yeah. It's and a, it's I under, a gyro. From what I yeah. understand is, it's like a digital gyro. Yes. From what I understand is you when you plug it into whatever thing in post. You feed that gyro data into your stabilizer and versus just looking at the image and stabilizing it, it uses that and it gets rid of any warp or any it's, wobble, any You anything. got guys, go yeah. out there, go to Kickstarter, search this thing, Stead XP, watch the demo. I don't know footage. if it's real. I don't know if it's black magic. Is it? I don't know. It's, I don't know. it's yeah. almost like one of those things with uh, Premiere and the Morph Cut, and then yeah. turns out Morph Cut doesn't really work. Yeah, somebody said did, we had somebody on the show that said, uh, that it, "Yeah, video maker." Yeah, they said eh. it was Mike. Michael's like, "Eh, you got to have like the perfect circumstances." Eh. Dude, speaking of Mike, we should have video maker uh, back on the show sometime. We should. They were great, dude. His to- his uh, his Mike Top Wilhelm. Gun uh, comments were funny, dude. Oh, he that loves a, 80s movies. I like that. That was a good episode. I like that. Loves episode. 80s movies. Dude, I love I love 80s movies. Oh my god. Yeah. We've had so many good guests on the show. Yeah. So many and we're good gonna continue. sponsors, so many good giveaways. Gonna, yeah. Everything. And you just secured a couple new a new new sponsors, right? I do, yeah. I'm not gonna say it yet, but yeah. we've got some good gear related uh interviews sure. and sponsors, whatever you want to call them, coming on the show. So stay tuned for that. Uh there's the, always more to come. The glass is half full. And filling quickly. <laughs> this glass is going to overflow yeah. before we know, and we're going to need a pitcher. So, guys, so, we really appreciate all yeah. of your support. All Make sure to check out ftbpodcast.com for all the relevant links. Yes, check it out. Go to Twitter. Always. Check us out, FTB Podcast. Instagram. We're going to post links to all of the Kill Game stuff. The Indiegogo is live right now. Go there. You can pause this episode and go there right now. Stop. Yeah, and check it out. Look at all the awesome giveaways. Posters. Uh, yeah, you donate any amount, you get something cool. T-shirts. Yeah, but help us make this movie seriously. It's going to be really cool. We want you to be a part of it. Uh, we're going to have premieres. Get your name in the credits. Yeah, the script was written by an award-winning screenwriter. Brandon Howell. Who has a major movie deal in the works. Killer. Pun intended. Okay, so this we're dude not, is, this dude is we're awesome. not messing around here, no. okay? We're going... Baller. Yeah. Baller status. You can't see. I've got a gun to the mic. <laughs> we are going yeah. hard. Yeah, anyway. it's going to be good. So it's going to be a good movie. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, we got one more week of Bourbon Heritage Month with our buddies over at oh, Four yeah, Roses been Bourbon. Amazing. So we've gone through their top of the line bourbon and we got something special for you next week. Yeah, it's going to be uh, amazing. But anyway, good conversations, good giveaways, good talks. Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah, and as always, go to iTunes. Yes. Rate. Review. You can win a t-shirt. Rate and review. Rate and review us. We'll give you something. Yeah, we need to hit 30. Right now we're at 28. Yep. We need to hit 30. All right. Cheers. Till next time. Cheers.
This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.